What is up guys, it is Quinn here, and in this video I'm gonna be going through my top 36 running backs for week 13 of the NFL season. Any questions, drop them down below. You guys know the drill, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let's just get right into the rankings. So starting it off here at number one, I have Nick Chubb. Fantastic matchup here going up against the Texans. We're gonna see the return of Deshaun Watson. I think that's only gonna raise the touchdown ceiling here for Nick Chubb. Like I said, great matchup. Nick Chubb locked and loaded, high-end running back one. At two and three, I have two guys facing off in the same matchup. Austin Eckler going up against Josh Jacobs. I think both of these dudes are locked in high-end running back ones. Eckler's been a stud all season. Josh Jacobs, pretty much the same story, coming off of just a massive performance in week 12. Then at four, I have Derrick Henry. He's always going to be somewhere in this range. Huge weekly workload, can always have those huge boom weeks. At five, I have Ramondre Stevenson. I'm very high on Ramondre this week. Going up against the Bills, which isn't necessarily a great matchup, but with Damian Harris out, I'm expecting a huge workload here for Ramondre Stevenson. We've seen great involvement as a pass catcher. Now if we're getting him in like the 18 to 20 carry range, I think he can deliver you a big fantasy day. At six, I have Travis Etienne. I feel like some people may be a little scared off by the injury. All the reports that I'm seeing say that he was basically cleared to go back in last Sunday. They were just holding him out as kind of like a precaution. So he should be good to go, you know, 100% or close to 100% when he plays on Sunday. Great matchup here against the Lions. I think he's going to resume where he left off, you know, uh, outside of that week 12 game where he just, you know, was barely on the field. At seven, I have Saquon Barkley. Definitely fallen off a little bit in the past few weeks. I still think, you know, he's going to be a very locked in, solid running back one rest of season. Not a great matchup here against the Commanders, but obviously if you have him, he's definitely going to be starting for you. Same thing with Jonathan Taylor here going up against the Cowboys. Now that he's back and healthy, he's always going to be locked in here as a top 10 week to week running back. Now at number nine, I have Christian McCaffrey. And right now he's kind of a tough player to rank because we have injury concerns but you know, we still want to get him in the rankings. So right now he is dealing with some sort of knee irritation. They're hopeful he's going to be able to play against the Dolphins. Even if we're hearing he's limited 60%, 70%, like if he's on a snap count, I honestly still think he's very startable. Like, you know, we've kind of seen him in a split recently with Elijah Mitchell. He's still giving you very strong fantasy production. So he's definitely someone that's going to be started. But, you know, he's not going to be up there like RB1, RB2, RB3, which is where he's been over the past few weeks when we didn't have this injury concern for him. At 10, I have Kenneth Walker going up against the Rams. Rams as a whole are just kind of falling apart. Defense, you have Aaron Donald missing, I believe, what is the uh, first game of his career. So obviously that's going to help Kenneth Walker moving forward in that matchup. Right after him, I have Joe Mixon. Obviously, this is going to be assuming that uh, Joe Mixon returns from that concussion. I will say that if Samaj Pirine plays, he's probably, you know, right in this mix, probably after like a Dalvin Cook, probably in that like Montgomery Camara range if Mixon somehow does miss another game. But if Mixon plays, I like him here as a running back one. And then to finish up the top 12, Aaron Jones going up against the Bears. Great matchup here. The Bears have just been getting shred through you know, ever since the trade deadline where they offloaded their, uh, you know, solid defensive players. So I love the matchup for Aaron Jones. think he's a very strong running back one play this week. Now going into the RB2s, I have Dalvin Cook here going up against the Jets. This is kind of just where Cook has fallen in. Not a great matchup here against the Jets. So I feel like this is a fair spot. At 14, I have David Montgomery with uh, Khalil Herbert on IR. Montgomery's workload has just been massive. I think it would definitely help if Justin Fields played in this game, just raise the ceiling of this offense. So if Justin Fields is out, 
Maybe he drops a few spots, but I think this is an appropriate spot for him right here with his current workload. Then at 15, I have Alvin Kamara. Kamara has definitely been disappointing over the last few weeks. I still think we have to view him as a mid to high end running back two week to week. It's not a great matchup here against the Buccaneers, but I just think he's going to have the opportunity to get a lot of touches. I don't think this is going to be a high scoring game. So I don't think, you know, he's going to get phased out of the offense. I think they're going to rely on him. I think the Saints are going to have their opportunities. It's probably going to be low scoring. Like I said, kind of a gross game to watch, but I still think Alvin Kamara is someone who you definitely want to have in your lineup. And I'm not totally panicking. Obviously, he's not giving you the mid-tier running back one production you were expecting, but I still think he's startable in your lineups for sure. 16, I have Jeff Wilson. You guys know a big fan of Jeff Wilson here. It does look like Raheem Mostert is going to be returning, but I still think Wilson will have a very solid role. We saw with uh, Raheem Mostert healthy, he was still taking a large percentage of the opportunities. 17, I have Tony Pollard going up against the Colts. I think with both Pollard and Zeke healthy, both of them can be solid running back twos on a week-to-week basis, but I do like Pollard just a little bit more. I like the receiving upside, and their carries have been pretty similar. We obviously just have Zeke with uh, some more touchdown upside. At 18, I have Miles Sanders coming off of his uh, massive Week 12 performance. I still think he's the same guy. He's going to have a solid workload on the ground. Obviously, the Eagles' rushing attack is very, very efficient. Probably not going to be super involved as a pass catcher. Locked in, you know, mid-tier RB2 rest of season. At 19, I have Damian Pierce, who has really struggled as of late. Not even necessarily his fault. Like, the Texans as a whole are brutal offensively. You know, the O-line is bad. This is a great matchup here against the Browns. So if he's unable to give you a decent game, there's probably, you know, some reasonable cause for concern here. But I still think he's a solid running back too. I'm not totally jumping ship on Pierce. But we obviously have to move him down from where he was, you know, a few weeks ago, where he was pretty much, you know, uh, knocking on the door of being a top 12 running back. Right after him, I have Jamal Williams. Williams just keeps finding his way into the end zone. Now, I do think we're probably due for a game where he gets his normal 16, 18 carries, turns it into 60 yards, and he doesn't get into the end zone. And then we're feeling a little disappointed. But I still think, you know, they're using him on the goal line. The Lions offense really isn't as bad. You know, you kind of hear the Lions. You think it's not a great unit. They have a decent number of scoring opportunities and Jamal Williams is getting the ball. So he is kind of locked into that workload on the ground. Basically zero receiving upside, but I still think he's a solid running back too. And at some point you just got to continue to ride the hot hand. He's scoring touchdowns very consistently. So we'll see if he can keep it going here against the Jaguars. 21, I have Devin Singletary going up against the Patriots. I think he's kind of just established himself as like a back-end RB2, you know, week to week. The workload is okay. He has decent receiving work, but, you know, he has pretty much kind of phased out, not entirely, but James Cook, Naheem Hines, they're not playing much of a uh, role week to week. 22, Zeke going up against the Colts. Like I talked about, like him a little less than Tony Pollard, but the touchdown upside is definitely there. 23, I have Rashad White. So I did these rankings with the assumption that Leonard Fournette will play. It looks like he's trending towards being active in this game. So, you know, if Fournette somehow is out, I think Rashad White probably skyrockets up to the Montgomery, Camara, Jeff Wilson range, somewhere in there. It's not a good matchup here against the Colts, but obviously if he's getting the uh, workhorse opportunities, he may honestly be even higher than that. So this is his ranking if Lenny plays. There will probably be a split. White will get the receiving work. Lenny will get the touchdown opportunities. On a struggling offense, I would prefer the uh, receiving work that I expect Rashad White to get. 24, Isaiah Pacheco, kind of in this same mold with a uh, Jamal Williams, a uh, Miles Sanders. 
a workload that's going to be pretty solid on the ground, but you're just kind of banking on the touchdown for him to give you decent production. Now, breaking in to the running back threes, starting it off here with Jalen Warren going up against the Falcons. So I'm going to be assuming in these rankings that Najee Harris is going to miss week 13. That's definitely not locked in, but I just thought that was the easiest way to do these rankings because if we have like a limited Najee, it just kind of throws these ranks all out of whack. So this is assuming Najee is out. If he you know, is good to go, it does seem like he uh, dodged a serious injury, but if he's good to go for this week, then I'll reevaluate. You know, you guys can ask me questions later in the week, but if Najee's out, I think Jalen Warren is a fringe running back too. He, you know, seems healthy, full participant, should be good to go here in week 13 after missing week 12. At 26, I have Cordero Patterson. I do like him more than Tyler Algier. They're splitting carries, but Cordero Patterson has that receiving upside. 27, I have Latavius Murray. Now we may be getting Mike Boone back, which I think is a hit to Latavius Murray. You know, in the uh, one week without Melvin Gordon, he had a really strong overall workload, took a large percentage of the opportunities. If Boone is back, I don't think that's going to happen. So that's why he's more of a uh, running back three. Then at 28 and 29, I have Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson back to back. This is always a pretty tough backfield to navigate. Gibson's obviously getting the receiving work. We've seen them split carries in recent weeks. And then in week 12, Brian Robinson took a big edge there and was very, very efficient on the ground. So not exactly sure if that's going to continue. If that does carry over into this game against the Giants, Brian Robinson is probably the better play, but there's always the uh, chance or, you know, probably a decent chance that, you know, it was just a game script thing. It kind of flips back to normal. And then I would prefer Gibson if we're looking at, you know, the sample size over the last three, four or five weeks. At 30, I have Gus Edwards going up against the Broncos. Now we are hearing that J.K. Dobbins returned to practice. We'll see if he plays in this game. We got to remember, he really didn't get great usage when he came back from the ACL. Now another knee surgery. I'd expect Gus Edwards to be the guy, especially for this game. And then we'll just kind of see how it develops there in Baltimore. At 31, I have Leonard Fournette. Kind of talked about him with Rashad White. I think he'll have the touchdown opportunities on the goal line, but in an offense that's struggling, not someone I'm super interested in playing here. 32, I have AJ Dillon. Coming off of his best game in a while, he has been an overall massive disappointment, but I do think this is a really strong matchup here against the Bears, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is a week where we see Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon both have really solid fantasy finishes. 33, I have Kyron Williams, who has kind of, you know, earned this solid workload for the Rams, great receiving usage, getting decent opportunities on the ground. The problem is this Rams offense is just so bad that I'm not even sure it's playable. Like if you have him as your RB3 in like a deep league and you're gonna start him, I don't think it's terrible because the opportunities have been there, but definitely not someone I wanna be playing in like your normal size league. You know, two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex. I would hope he wouldn't be in your lineup unless you have, you know, some serious, uh, a number of players on by. 34, I have DeAndre Swift, just continues to have an unreliable workload. Actually, I mean, it's been pretty reliable, just pretty reliably bad just non-existent uh, workload on the ground. The targets have been okay, but you know, he had seven targets on 14 routes run. Don't think that's going to carry over here. So he's a back-end RB3. I have Kareem Hunt here going up against the Texans. I think it's a great matchup. We'll see how he kind of uh, fits into this offense with Deshaun Watson. He's been a massive disappointment this season. We'll see if he can turn it around here. And then at 36, I have Zonovan Knight going up against the Vikings. I feel like some people are going to be a little, you know, overhyped about Zonovan Knight. I think he's interesting. I think he's definitely worth a pickup. 
But even if Michael Carter's missing time, I would not be surprised if you see a backfield of Ty Johnson, Zonovan Knight, and then James Robinson. And then we just see James Robinson and Zonovan Knight splitting uh, the early downs and then Ty Johnson getting the third downs. That would not surprise me. Now, maybe he just, you know, outplays J-Rob and is the better option moving forward. That's totally possible. But with a one-week sample size and an injured Michael Carter, you know, leaving the game, I'm not ready to throw all my eggs in the uh, night basket. But we'll see. You know, I think this week will be very telling for the workload moving forward. But that is going to wrap it up for the top 36 running backs. As always, if you enjoy the content, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. I'll be posting the uh, wide receivers today also. So go check those out. Any questions, drop them down below. Thank you guys for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.